0: All right, everyone, welcome to the Inside the Movement podcast. I'm your host, Maddie. Today, we get to interview another resident on our team. His name is Ryan, and he is awesome. Super excited for you to get to know him. Um, The residency at Crosspoint is all about developing the next generation for leaders in churches and ministries all over the world. Um, So yeah, we're just so blessed to have six awesome residents on our staff right now. So Ryan... Tell yes. me where you serve, who you, who leads you, what does your day to yeah. day look like?
1: So I serve with Sam, um, over at Mount Juliet. We do students over there. Cool. Um, so she's my direct report, um, and then Zach is above Sam. So I uh, two I have kind of like two different coaches. Um, so Sam is being the, the most I guess influential day to day one, and then Zach is the overall one. So uh, we have a great time over there at yeah. Mount Juliet, and yeah, we're just doing the best we can with our students. So that's so fun. It's a fun time. So cool. Yeah.
0: Um, so how did you come to hear about the residency at Cross Point? Yeah,
1: so I actually did an internship two summers ago with 12 Stone Church, um, and being that's where Kevin's from, uh, okay. that's how I heard about him, um, and he actually came to preach on a Sunday, um, and a lot of people over at 12 Stone still love Crosspoint, and so that's how I heard about you guys, um, and so I didn't know this was actually the first year you guys were doing residency. I thought this was yeah. a program that had been like, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. So when I got here, I was like, oh, we're the first ones here. Awesome. We're going to get it to kind of pave the way for other residencies. So it's been yeah. a great time. Um, and so I also like Crosspoint Church when you are at 12-something is like one of those like the churches uh, in the South. So that's how it like kind of was. And so when I applied to it, I was like, man, there's no way that I get into this residency, blah, blah, blah. And so. Somehow I'm here, and God just placed me where I'm at. So glad super pumped are. to be here. Yeah, We're
0: glad you are. That's yeah. so cool. Can you tell me a little bit about where you're from and your family?
1: Yeah. So my dad was military, okay. um, and so I was actually born uh, over in Germany. Uh, and so wow. I was there for the first like three years of my life, and then since then we moved like every two or three years. So I've been to like Kansas and Kentucky and Alabama. Texas, um, Virginia, (laughs) and so the last place we were uh, was Virginia in the D.C. area uh, for the past 10 years. Uh, My dad retired up there, and so I was able to graduate high school and college in that area, Um, so that's where I basically say, like, I'm growing up in, is in the D.C. area, so that's kind of where I have most of my memories and that kind of stuff in D.C., so. So, Mm.
0: I had a similar background, like, moving a lot growing up, Mm -hmm. um, following my dad's career, so do you feel like you it's really hard for you to stay one place for a long time
1: yeah yeah, yeah it, it definitely is like when I was at like in my high school my brother he only was able to be in in the high school for one year before he graduated so he moved his senior oh my gosh, year yeah, that's so um hard. and that was it was hard for him yeah. but like it was just normal for the rest of us like we were right? just like that's kind of how it was and so when I was in high school it was a secondary school so I was able to do eighth grade through high school okay like after my sophomore junior, I was like, "Why am I still here? Like, <laughs> are we supposed so to be weird. moving?" Yeah, yeah. And then going to college, it helped a little bit because I was able to move from that area and then just come back for holidays and stuff like that. But um, it definitely was strange. And actually, when I when we moved, it just like allowed me to be like i was able to adapt more than sure, other yeah. people and so like i was able to pick up new friends easier i yep. was able to um just get comfortable really quickly and so i'm very thankful for that aspect and i really just i enjoyed moving like every Same. two year, three years like i really liked it people would be like how did you go through that i was like i loved it it was Me too. it was so much fun i loved like getting new scenery all the time moving from like the south to the north and just yeah. being able to see the country honestly so, yeah yeah
0: that's fun yeah uh, I feel like when I come across people that have similar background as me like we all kind of feel the same way mm-hmm. it's like yeah. after you've been somewhere a couple of years you like yep. get this itch and you're like oh I got it. something new I need something yeah, new yeah exactly um, my husband always laughs at me because he was born and raised in Nashville Tennessee and has yep, been here his whole life time. yeah
1: and like to me that's like that's just like I can't even comprehend that like saying like I know friends that have like stayed in the entire like the same house like their entire neighborhood yes. like
0: I cannot imagine no that no.
1: sounds like my that's yeah it sounds awful to me I'm like Man, I painted my room every time. Like I had like a different theme every time mm-hmm. I was a kid. So it was a ton of fun just switching up stuff. So
0: that's so fun.
1: But to each their own. That's I guess. cool. So, Thanks yeah. for
0: sharing that with us. So I would love to hear a little bit about just kind of the story about how you came to know Jesus. Yeah.
1: Uh so I grew up in the church. Um, so my parents were like, you know, the type to never miss a Sunday. Like we if we had to move out of town, like we were out of town, we would go to their church on Sunday. Like we would always go to church on Sundays. Um, But growing up when I got to um, Fort Campbell, Kentucky is when I started getting into sports. And so when I got into sports, that kind of like that culture of being in the South and like everybody is a Christian, quote unquote, but they have other idols in their life and other gods in their life. And so that really kind of shaped me as a young kid that like my focus and what I was like leaning more towards instead of God was my uh, sports career. And so I really got into football. And that translated up into the D.C. area when, like, they love football up there. Like, that's where people, like, kids, like, if they didn't go on scholarship, they would basically just go into the military or something like that. So, f- sports was, like, everything when I was a, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so, um, throughout my high school career and my middle school life, I truly just, like, dove deep into the aspect of having sports be my idol and my identity Um and that all I like, came to a sudden halt when I was a sophomore. It was like my end of the f- sophomore year for um, football, and I had broken my ankle, my tibia, and my growth plate. Uh, oh play. my gosh! So I had to wear this full like cast for like six months. It was it was so uh, bad. It, I had to wear it for so long. It was yeah, it was ridiculous. And so. Um, my junior year, like I went back and I was like thinking everything was gonna be the same, but I haven't grown like an inch since then. So like I've been the same height since my sophomore year of high school, and wow. so everybody else is just like growing around <laughs> me, and like I'm not, yeah. So I'm not progressing in any way. Like I wasn't able to like run as fast or like jump as high. It was just really strange for me. And so from going to like never leaving the field on the football field to like coming back and then like not even having a starting position, it was like it completely broke my. Uh, I guess my um, like my character yeah, and honestly like yeah, the like, big head that I had of like I'm gonna go to college for football like I have blah, blah blah and so um it truly was just like a huge hit on me and so um, once I like my who I was my identity was like came crashing down I don't think I ever like I was in church but I never truly like fell in love with Jesus and and grasped the gospel message for myself like i knew i could tell you like scripture i could tell you all this other kind of stuff but i don't think i ever it was more head knowledge and heart knowledge and so when it got to my heart it was i was about 17 years old um and it was on a new year's eve service and when we went to church we would come with these index cards and we'd write down what we're believing for for the next year and um i just wrote down like no jesus and that was it and so we prayed over it and like i went back to my seat and i just like like, felt the Spirit of God just, like, come on me, like, so heavy. I went down to the altar, and, like, it was just, like, the Spirit of God was so close to me. Like, my face felt like it was, like, on fire. It was insane. So, after that moment, like, I just, like, completely ran after God with everything I had. And so, started doing, like, small groups in my high school and in, like, my youth ministry. And so, I would have, like, the students over to my house and stuff. And so, in a way, like, my like, what I would look forward to in, like, my future career, like, I thought it was going to be, like, military or something like that, but looking back, I can definitely see how, like, God planted that seed of students in my heart at that moment, yeah. uh, right when I just, like, fell in love with, you know, Scripture again and Jesus again and all that stuff, so looking back, I'm super grateful for my story, and uh, it's led me to where I am now, so.
0: That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. That is awesome. I, I I had one of those moments where it was, like, when you're talking about you feel like the Holy Spirit is just so yeah. close to you, it's, like, yeah. Heart pounding your chest, Mm -hmm. and you're like, "I have to move on this, or I might explode." (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Like
1: there was like there was no option for me than to like accept the love that God had for me at that moment. So, oh, that's so cool. Yeah.
0: Tell me about kind of the transition for you from doing an internship at Twelve Stone into doing a brand new residency program here. What's that been like for you? What Um, are some of like maybe this will help you answer like what are some of the things that you brought with you from there? here gotcha
1: yeah so 12 stone their residency their intern program has been going on for yeah. many of years and so it's super developed um and when i came here i really i enjoy that zach asked us like our opinion on the residency yeah. and so it feels like we are much more a part of the residency and what it can be um and what like our opinions on um, spiritual development leadership development um you know, what kind of coaches we have in front of us, what we would rather have for our day-to-days, and so we have a lot of, like, more opinions and stuff like that, and like, even on the books that we read, like, he would, like, he gives us books to, like, vote with and be like, which one would you rather um, read instead of 12-some being, like, very found, like, just, uh, like, paved. They've already, like, been paved, and so when you go to a program like that, you're kind of just a part of it instead of, like being the one who gets to decide what happens with the program. So it's a very different different aspect, yeah. and I'm super, like, grateful for where I'm at now. A lot of people ask me all the time, they're like, would you rather be at 12 Stone right now? And I'm like, no, I love <laughs> where I'm at. Um, and so, I mean, yes, the residency in 12 Stone, it does have um, – like, there's a lot more people. There's, like, 20 residents yeah. over there. And so um, – but I feel like they just get to – like, go through this program and don't have much say, whereas here at, at Crosspoint, uh, we feel, I think, as residents, more valued in, like, our opinion and that we, you guys trust us enough that you allow us to, like, have a say at the, t- at the table. So, cool. it's really cool. That's cool. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. Yeah.
0: Okay, let's jump into some influence questions. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so, can you tell me about a leader in your life that you look up to and why that person is important to you?
1: Yeah, I've got a couple. So when I was at Liberty University, um, I had one um, professor uh, who really just like poured into me so much. So I went to Liberty um, going like, and I knew I was going to do youth ministry, but like everybody was telling me, what's your plan B, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like youth ministry, you're not going to make enough money. You're, there's no way you're going to be able to provide for a family, all that kind of stuff. And so I bought into that. Uh, lie and so I went in a business major with the youth ministry minor and so I think it was my sophomore year early like the first semester um, he had like taught at this youth ministry like gala and um, he one of the things he said was that like if God has called you to be um, in a specific place for a specific time. Like, why would he allow you to fail financially or in every like other, like financially, like family-wise, like all, like, why would he allow you to suffer when he has called you to that place and has called you to do something um, in your life? And so that really grasped me. Um, and from that moment on, like, I switched my minor to my major and started doing youth ministry full-time. Um, and the next, like, two years, I just met, I met with him, like, on a monthly basis, just talking about life. And he really just, like, shaped a really healthy view of ministry and youth ministry um for students and just like growing me up and and his many years of youth ministry so that was one leader that i like just continue to look up to and i still talk to him um you know every month and still see how he's doing so i love that for for him and for me so um that was one leader and then another leader i would say honestly is my dad um being in the military we grew up a very like leadership aspect like the house wasn't like a the family orientation was more of like a systematic way sure. of living so it was very much like the military terms came into the house mm-hmm. um but as a, as a kid um I didn't enjoy that but like looking back it was like it the main thing my dad like pressed into me was character and integrity yeah. um and to like he would say that those two things as a man that you have is your character integrity. Like if you lose one and keep the other, you're not gonna okay. you're not gonna ever like have trust with anybody, you're not gonna be able to do many of these other things. So that that leadership aspect, um so I have a spiritual one and just like a one as a character as a man, yep. um, that I love to just follow. And so my dad still applies that to me today. And so it's awesome still talking to him and uh, being able to just lean onto those two yeah. leaders in my life. So that's yeah. a gift. Yeah, it yeah, is that's really yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, what about what inspires you?
1: What inspires me? Honestly, I'm I'm very motivated by the Youth of America. Um and I don't say that I just because that's what, that. yeah, <laughs> I I don't just say that because like that's what my passion and what my job description yeah. is. Um but I really truly love like the youth and you know, they get a bad rep for a lot of stuff they do and a lot of stuff is, you know, obviously um I guess not forced, but um, I just I really, truly love um, to see students just walk in their own calling as a kid. Like you can see, like I have a bunch of eighth graders that I look at now and I'm just like, man, they have so much leadership potential. And I know that as time moves forward and the more that Sam and I continue to be a part of their life, they're just going to continue to walk into their path. And and uh, so that inspires me so much is that like those kids are so they're at this age where they they can be shaped and formed so much right now and that that can change their entire like future life and their path in that way so that that inspires me so much and that's why Sam and I do so much of what we do and spend so much hours is because we believe in those students and um, a lot of times people are like oh yeah the, the youth is the future of America but not many people actually like do things with the youth or care for the youth and they kind of just put the blame on them for a lot of the problems or issues that we have today and oh our future is like so screwed or whatever it is and it's not (laughs) true at all like that's if you feel that way then why don't you do something about it you know like we have the ability to be a part of their lives in such a massive way and from the outside looking in it doesn't seem like that but when you actually are with the students on a consistent basis like it truly is such a special thing to see them like continue to grow so I love love to do that.
0: That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We need people like you. <laughs> so thank you. You're um, let's do some fun stuff. Okay. Let's ask some fun questions. Yeah. What is the thing that makes you laugh the most? Like, just anything? TV show, like. Jokes. I love TVs
1: like? and movies, but I honestly, like, like the thing that makes me laugh the most is other people. Like, when you <laughs> find other people that are just, like, love to have a good time. Like, when uh, the residents, uh, us and other residents, went to Dominican, we had such an amazing time. And it was because of the people that were there. Yeah. Um, like, we were laughing so hard, like, every single night. Just that if it was like stories or like what's happening happening in the now moment oh, I've i, I love yeah yeah <laughs> i love <laughs> i love laughing with like other people like yeah. it's just so much more fun I, I i love watching tv shows and movies but i don't think i've ever like had a moment where like this movie is so hilarious i'm yeah. like crying i can do that i can do that with other people though yeah. like i love when other people are like so funny you can just feed off of that so <laughs> That's it's when I laugh the most is when I'm with other people that are funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's good. That's kind of a hard question. It yeah. is. It's kind of a hard one to answer. Yeah. What's your most bizarre life experience?
1: Oh, man. The most bizarre life experience. Hmm. I would say, honestly, it's like growing up my entire life would be like kind of bizarre. Like <laughs> I, most people like look at me and they think I'm like this athletic, blah, 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 whatever. I actually was like in the Boy Scouts and I also was in like ROTC in high school. So like yeah. I did a bunch of things that people, and I'm also like this huge like Star Wars nerd as well. So like if you look at me from the outside, I don't necessarily look like I would be an Eagle Scout and a huge <laughs> Star Wars fan. And so my life is just like I'm almost like this jack of all trades. Like I can talk with so many different people because of that. And I think that's like a gift. Honestly, a like gift. God, God yeah. is giving me like, that's I can bizarre? relate. That's awesome. I can relate to like almost any student that comes in the student mystery doors. Like I've, yeah. I've been the kid who's made like sports, my idols. I've been the kid. I still am the kid who loves star Wars and loves talking about like, if a kid loves video games or being the quote unquote nerd of the high school, like I can relate to them. Yep. Um, and I can relate on the military aspect. And so, a lot of things in my life i guess would be bizarre but i i love being that way like i love just like having so many different um things in my life that's just like a huge spectrum of things that i enjoy so that's cool yeah
0: that's a good answer to the question okay let's do one more will do you do you have any nicknames and how did you get it
1: I don't think I do. I mean, I had one in in high school um, from a gym teacher that called me ry Rai, which was kind of weird <laughs> because, like, it was – she was, like, this 30-something-year-old female, and so it felt like – I don't know. It was just, like that age appropriation was not yeah. there yet. Like, if she was, like, 50, it, made it <laughs> might have made sense. But I was like – This is weird. You, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was kind of strange. So every time I think of, like, a nickname, I always think of that teacher that always called me ry Rai, And I'm like – And she was my gym teacher. Like, we were in gym, like, and she yeah. would come in the locker room and stuff, and it's just like – why are you calling me Ry-, Ry? It was so weird. So the na- the nicknames for me don't really land super well because <laughs> my name's Ryan. There's not many nicknames you can't give me besides Ry Ry. Besides and that one creepy kind of teacher not, that yeah. gave it to me. So. We're gonna
0: find a nickname and it's not gonna be. Yeah, we're let's gonna not go we're with gonna that. do Ry Ry Redemption. Okay, <laughs> like we'll we'll make. Something. Have a new name for it, please. Yes. yes. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. Um, thank you for being with us today and sharing a little yeah, bit of your story. Yeah. Um, it's super great to get to know you, and I hope all of you, um, get to pull Ryan aside at some time in his time here as a resident to to ask him about his life and get to know him. So thank you for being here today.
1: Thank you for having me.